Every single time Hunter wakes up from a nap these days, he's asking for a snack and it's usually a fruit snack. And I used to say heck no to all kinds of fruit snacks and goodies like that because I hated all of the artificial dyes, harmful ingredients, and the ridiculous amount of sugar that they have. And while I still am a big proponent in not having all of those things all the time, I find so much hope in knowing that Thrive Market has me covered and has Hunter covered for not just all of those sweet fun treats, but also other essentials while keeping him safe and healthy. And it's honestly become a fun little tradition for Michael and I to sit down and pick out our Thrive Market order. They're so amazing and such our go-to for delicious snacks and pantry essentials and so much more. Their app is so easy to use and everything is delivered to our doorstep in a matter of days, which drastically reduces my stress level because making time to go to the grocery store is my least favorite thing to do. Plus, I'm obsessed with their standards. They restrict literally 1,000 plus harmful ingredients and they only allow the most trusted ingredients for you. I mean, even last order, I saved $20 and got an incredible deal on the poppy probiotic sodas that I love. Plus, it's not just good for your family. When you join Thrive Market, they also gift a membership to a family in need, which is the greatest. So let's save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truthtalks for 30% off your first order. Plus, you get a $60 gift for free. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrivemarket.com slash truth talks. You're listening to Truth Talks with Tara. The purpose of this podcast is to help you know, love, and live God's word. My name is Tara and I'm your host slash new best friend. Each week, we'll dive into the depths of scripture together. We'll answer questions that we all have as believers, have hard but good conversations, unpack passages in the Bible, and have deep, encouraging conversations with some amazing guests. My prayer is that God would use this podcast to grow your love and knowledge of His Word so that you can live for Him more. Are you ready, friend? Let's get into it. Hey, hey, friends. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Truth Talks with Tara. You know, I say this all the time that I love each episode, and I truly do. And that's such a blessing because we have amazing people, amazing conversations. I'm so thankful that God's word is brought to life in such a way here and that you get to be a part of it. It's just my favorite. If you didn't already know it, just love this show and I love you. But today's conversation with Abby is and will always be a special one to me personally. This was a highly requested topic, and it was this idea of when you fear the future and not even necessarily just the future as in tomorrow or the next couple years, but what happens when your life ends, when God calls you home? And I think as Christians, I know that I have wrestled with this and I still do every once in a while if I'm being super honest is knowing how do I know that I'm going to go to heaven? How do I have this assurance of faith? And it gets really fearful, especially with all the crazy things going on in our world. We're thinking about it a lot more and about the end times and about heaven. And so Abby, my sweet friend, is joining us today. She is an amazing encourager. She has her own Instagram. She has a personal ministry and also a music ministry called Melodically Memorizing. 
in that ministry, she really helps us to meditate and memorize scripture through song, which she has a beautiful voice, by the way. You guys need to go follow her. But Abby is on today just to give us a biblical encouragement on how we can have certainty in our salvation and not fear the future because, spoiler alert, we don't have to fear the future. We're talking about some practical ways to get excited for heaven and just all of those things. So if this is something that your heart needs, I pray that you'd listen, put those earbuds in, sit down um, on the go wherever you listen to it. I just pray that it touches your heart and reminds you that God's truth is so sure in this area and that you can have confidence in it. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Abby. Hello, hello. My friend Abby is on the podcast with us today. You guys, welcome, welcome back. We are so excited for this episode. This is something that has been highly requested, but also I believe just something on both of our hearts. And we're really excited to dive in. But for the friends listening, Abby, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for giving your time. Yeah. Would oh my gosh, it is just such an honor. Like we chatted before we started inter- like before we started recording and She's just a delight, you guys. You're gonna have you're gonna have so much fun with this. But Abby, for those who don't know you, would you share a little bit? Just introduce yourself and tell us who you are, what you do, what you love, all of the awesome things about you. Absolutely. Well, first, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. Um, I love I love you. I just love your ministry no. and how God is working <laughs> through you. So, yeah. But for those of you who don't know me, my name is Abby, and I'm 23. Um, I am uh, right now working as a nanny, and I'm actually also a social media manager for Wholehearted Quiet Time. A little plug for them. If you don't follow them, go follow (laughs) them. They're great. Um, But I'm working for them as their social media manager, loving it. Um, And then I also have like my own little side ministry called Melodically Memorizing, and I absolutely love music. If you don't know me, you will quickly learn that about me, that I love music. (laughs) And um, so basically, I just put scripture to music. And so I just, I I love it. And I do that for the sake of memorizing it and knowing Christ more through it. So um, yeah, I mean, aside from those things, though, outside of that, you can either find me at the gym or spending time with people at my church or at a coffee shop or home with my family. So I'm very basic. I'm very normal. Um, but yeah, that's a little <laughs> bit about me. <laughs> no, nothing basic about that. Very, a very full life. I can relate to mm-hmm. all of that. That's like my favorite places to be just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, side note, y'all, you need to go follow her on her personal page, but then also like personal ministry page. And then also melodically memorizing because Abby has one of the most angelic voices I've ever heard. Oh, you're so sweet. I'm like, how is this live? I'm like, how is this? <laughs> you are so sweet. Oh, it's so true. Like God is giving you such a gift. And I think it's really, really awesome mm-hmm. how you're using it to help people meditate and memorize scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, because so many, I think so many of us relate, whether we have a good voice or not, whether we like to sing, we mm-hmm. just relate to music in general. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, whatever that may be. So I think it's a really powerful thing. How how long have you been doing that? Uh, it's way. been a little over a year. Um, so yeah, I have like this really awkward recording of me like leaning over my iPad in like March of 2020, like <laughs> trying to like record a tune. And oh so gosh. it's been a little over a year and it's been so much fun. And I've, and you're so right, like music, I mean, we have music running through our brains all the time. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, if I can replace like a portion of that with like scripture, like what a blessing to have like scripture stuck in my brain. So yeah, like that's, it's just been fun and it's been such a blessing and it really has ministered to me, obviously, because the word of God is living and active. So yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that's amazing. Well, and there's something to be said about like if you want to – side note, if you want to memorize scripture, that's an amazing way to do it mm-hmm. because like remember when we were growing up in school, like we would do all the states or yes. like all of the other things to music. And so there's something yes. like psychological about it too, like not to there get totally too, too out there, but like <laughs> yeah. I think that's super powerful. And again, to use it for scripture, which is like mm-hmm. the most valuable thing is so cool. Yeah. So I love that. Really? That's a favorite. Um, something that I love to do too as we transition um, is to ask my awesome guests in the show what they're loving because I keep saying this. Like my favorite thing to do is to like ask people what they're loving. I'm like it's like a product or something because I'm like <laughs> I want it in my life if it's really changing your life that much. And it can yes. be so <laughs> random. So Abby, do you have a favorite that you'd like to share with us and our listeners? Oh my goodness. I was thinking about this. There are so many things that I'm like, oh, I like this. I like this. <laughs> yeah. But I will say I was – this is so bad. I was actually ordering Christmas presents for like friends um, a while back. But then I saw something and I was like, I think I want this. So yeah, it's okay. Um, it yes, it's fine. <laughs> um, but it's a necklace from the Daily Grace Co. And it says, oh all gosh. for the glory of God. Hmm. And I – like sometimes if you look at my personal Instagram page, I'll say a lot like Soli Deo Gloria, mm-hmm. um, which that means th- to the glory of God alone. And I love that reminder. And I, I'm so forgetful. So I need that reminder daily, constantly yeah. that my life, everything I do, um, I, th- I believe it's in first Corinthians. Someone check me on that. Uh, but where Paul says, um, like whether you eat or drink, do it all to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I love it. It's also beautiful and it goes with so much. So I just, I love wearing it. So that currently would be a favorite thing. Oh, they're so beautiful. The last mm-hmm. time I got one of their necklaces was a couple years ago. And it's like a little bar one that says Hesed, which is <gasps> Hebrew. I have that. Yes. You have that one? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that one. It's gotten a little bit worn over the years, but it's still one of my favorites. And like, mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. And it's also an amazing reminder. It and, is. Oh, they have a bunch of new ones I noticed though the other day like on their Instagram and they have sales all the time y'all so if you want anything because they're like a Bible study company but like any of these necklaces too they're always on sale by the way but um (laughs) they have so many new ones and I think I need (laughs) I know right they're so beautiful (laughs) I actually don't think I've seen that one that you have so I need to go look at it after yeah go check it out it's great Okay, we will link it so you guys can check it out. And then if you wear it, make sure to let Abby know. Yes, yes, tag me. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is so fun. I love it. I love all the fun girly favorites too. I mean, they're all great, but these are fun. Very fun. (laughs) So, so sweet. So good. I I love getting to start the conversation with that. Y'all, and make sure also to let us know what you're loving. Tag us Mm. on Instagram. Tell us what you're loving because we get to share what we're loving, but we want to hear what you're loving, side note. But um, as we transition, today we're talking about something, again, like I mentioned earlier, that is a kind of a question that comes up a lot in our own minds. And um, Abby and I just wanted to be super open and honest about where we are with it, where God has brought us, but the hope that we have. Um, And that is this idea of fearing the future but also how we can get excited about heaven, how we as Christians know that when we're saved by Christ, there's heaven, there's a hope and a future, but also there's this, there's this thing that we wrestle with and it's called doubt and it's called fear of not knowing because it's kind of this ambiguous thing. So Abby, personally, I know that I have struggled with this and I'm sure that you can relate. Um, I've been a Christian for most of my life. Um, but I've honestly had severe moments of like debilitating fear, like mm. wondering what my future would look like, wondering what would happen when I leave the earth, 
And just even though God says this, just fearing it. So I was just curious if you have ever experienced this in your life and what Mm. that's kind of looked like for you. Yeah, that's, it's such a common struggle, but yeah, absolutely. I, that was something that I struggled with a lot. Um, a couple years back, honestly, too, like I, I just, I remember so much, I think it boiled down to control. I wanted to control things. And mm, and when I wow. couldn't see the future, when I couldn't see what was ahead, um, I mean, it's scary and it is, you know, you're, you're like, okay, I don't know what to do. I'm very scared. And so you kind of get, like you said, debilitated and, um, and it, it, fear can just creep in and it can paralyze you in so many ways. So mm. fear of the future was something that I dealt with a lot. Um, and I think it stemmed from several different things that God graciously in his mercy has um, delivered me from. And yet um, it took time and it took me going to his word um, mm-hmm. and seeking him and and knowing what his word says about it. And so that I can not stand on feelings, but stand on truth and what his word actually has to say about my salvation about where I'm at now and about my future. Um, Yeah. So good. So, so good. And I think that's important. Like we have these moments, but it's like, what are we going to do with it? I have been really convicted lately of like, I feel this way or this situation Mm -hmm. may suck. And like, we're not downplaying the reality that we struggle and that we have fears and doubts, but it's like, what are we going to do with it? Like, are we just going to like sit here and like not do anything about it? And so I think that's the really cool thing about the Lord is that we have the word, we have his truth. And so we have an opportunity to run to someone, to run to Mm -hmm. something that can tell us and calm our fears. And so that kind of just leads me into the next thing is that you know, Abby, when we're, when we become a Christian, when we confess with our mouths and believe in our hearts that Jesus is Lord Mm -hmm. and that he was raised from the dead and that he is our savior, all the creeds of salvation, when we do that genuinely, Mm -hmm. like, is there any basis for fear? I mean, we, like, I am a Christian, you're a Christian, Mm -hmm. we struggle with fear, but like, let's be honest here. Is there actually anything that we have to fear in Christ anymore? No. <laughs> Simply like, no. Praise the Lord. No. And and here's why. So number so um if you have your Bibles, open to John 10, 27 through 30, and it says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know mm. them and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. Wow. My father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. I mm. and the father are one. So this is Jesus saying this, and at the end he says, I and the father are one, hence he's saying, I am God. And so I am the good shepherd, So, and you are my sheep, and if you are my sheep, then you hear my voice, and and I've given you eternal life, and you will never perish. And mm. you, believer, you can cling to that. And And I was thinking about this, Tara, and like, Let's be honest too, that for those who do not know the Lord, there is cause to fear, right? Because yeah, yeah. they don't have, like we, we all know Romans 8, 28, like for all, um, all things work together for those who love God and are yeah. called according to his purpose. Um, but yet that doesn't apply to everyone that applies to believers. Um, but here's the good news that someone who does not know the Lord, if you're listening and you're like, I don't know the Lord, then here's what you do. You, you acknowledge that Jesus is Jesus is the one way to salvation. And Mm. you acknowledge that you are a sinner and you say, I cannot do this on my own. I can never earn salvation. And you repent, you repent and believe, you repent of your sin and you trust in Christ alone that Jesus came to earth as a baby. 
He lived a sinless life. Mm -hmm. He lived the life that you and I can never live. And then he died taking on the full wrath of God so that we would not experience it if we trust in Christ. And then he raised back to life, conquering sin and death. And so that if you and I trust in Christ alone for our salvation, we will be saved. That's mm-hmm. it. Like it's yeah. a free gift. And so, so yeah, for those who have trusted in Christ, there is no reason to fear because we know Christ has taken all reason for fear for us. Yeah. Oh, 100%. That is the gospel. So, mm-hmm. so good, plain and simple. It is so powerful. And again, I don't want to downplay the fears and the doubts we have because they're so real. So I might say yeah. that a lot in this episode. But what I've realized in my life is that when I have these fears and doubts, you know, as a genuine Christian, I'm like, I honestly feel like I downplay what Jesus has done on the cross for me. Mm-hmm. I don't give it the power. I don't recognize mm-hmm. what he really did for me because if I believe, like, like Abby, like you were saying, like that Jesus came and he died and he saved mm-hmm. like once and for all, like it's final. Yeah. He doesn't have to do it again. He doesn't have to do <laughs> yeah. it every day. Like it's final yeah. for us. If I believe that, then why am I letting, you know, the fear and the doubts control me? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're real. We face them on a day-to-day basis, mm-hmm. but it's like in Christ, we have that security. And so I think that's another thing that we struggle with is that, you know, it just feels uncertain. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, I know it says that, but like today was hard. The world is in a pandemic. Things Mm -hmm. are going crazy. It just feels uncertain, right? Mm -hmm. But God actually has a lot to say about our future. Um, And like you kind of touched on it when you read from the, like the book of John that, you know, that God says that, or Jesus says that there's nothing that can snatch us from his hand. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what can we say about our future? Is there any certainty for our future? Because we can look at tomorrow and say, I have plans to to go to the dentist, but then it doesn't happen. Or mm-hmm. even just a couple years ago, it's like I had plans to do this this year and then the world kind of shut down. And so yeah. is there, unlike the world, do we have certainty in Christ? Do we have certainty in our future? Mm, that's such a good question. So yes, we do. We have certainty in our future knowing that we will be with him forever. Like that Christ will, like we will not leave this earth until the very moment Christ wants mm. us to leave, right? So yeah, we we don't have good. anything to fear. Um, <laughs> I tell my friends all the time, I'm like, until Jesus calls me home, I am literally invincible. And I'm like, it's, it's kind of true because, yeah, you know, good. that doesn't mean that you live foolishly, but it means that you live with wisdom and without fear, knowing that mm. I'm going to use wisdom. God has called me to use wisdom and discernment, mm, but good. I'm not going to be crippled by fear because until Jesus calls me home, until he sees fit that the work that he has called me to do here is done he he I will not leave this earth um and then when he sees fit for me to be home with him then that is in his perfect timing um and I love the book of James um how it talks about I believe it's in James 5 and it talks about I actually yes James 4 um and it says you ought to say if the word wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him into sin. So I love that exhortation of not being arrogant and saying like, yes, I'm going to go do this and I'm going to go do this. Like yeah. we don't know. However, we do know that God is sovereign and we do know that mm. God is good and that he loves us. And we know that God is not cruel or evil. He is good and he's kind and he loves us. And so, and he will not let even suffering that is under his mm. control. And so if suffering comes to us, we know it has already passed through his loving hands. And so we can trust that no matter what, we can say if the Lord wills, we're going to do this because his will is best and we can trust him. Mm. 
That is so powerful. You're so right. I think that gives a lot of peace. You talked a lot about wisdom and discernment and just living wisely because we have that hope. But, like, it just gives us a lot of peace knowing that, I think. And, you know, there's quotes on Pinterest. There's things that um, say, like, you know, nothing can change the plan that God has for you, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, it's cheesy, but it's so true. (laughs) I mean, there's this tension of, like, we get to choose what we do in life because God doesn't want robots. He's given us free will. Mm -hmm. Um, But we, you know, God has this plan and this certain future for us. Mm -hmm. And something that I do want to note, too, is that, like, I have – at times a lot thought that, oh my gosh, like if I make a misstep, if I choose the wrong, you know, path, that it's just not going to work out. But I think what's really promising, Abby, and I know I'm sure you've seen this too in your life, is that God will redirect us, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if we're trying to live with wisdom and discernment, I mean, we're gonna make we're gonna make mistakes. It just happens. Yep. Even yep. when we're walking to Christ, we make yep. so many mistakes, y'all. I mean, that's not a surprise to you. <laughs> um, but I think it's really hopeful to know that God's gonna redirect our steps and yeah. say we choose maybe not the ideal path. He can re- redirect him. He's that powerful. Yeah. And so I think maybe not being afraid to to take steps of faith. This may be mm-hmm. a little off topic, but just maybe not being afraid of, you know, moving out in faith and trying something, knowing that the Lord's going to redirect your steps mm-hmm. and that your future is still certain, you know. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 2024 has simultaneously felt like the longest and shortest year. Our little family has gone through so many highs and lows and joys and valleys. I mean, Hunter's growing up so crazy and our calendars are so crazy. And this is usually the time of year where so many of us give up on our New Year's resolutions. And while some of mine have not panned out, to be honest, there are some that have. I am personally really proud of my consistent workout routine this year. It has been something that has been so off and on since having Hunter. It's also given me so much mental clarity to be physically active. I'm also really proud that I have instilled regular rhythms of rest in my life and not just rest when I'm burnt out, which was usually the norm. When life moves so quickly, let's just slow down and celebrate our little wins and move forward in faith and make adjustments for the rest of the year. This is your little mid-year check-in. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the rest of the year. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, try BetterHelp to keep you on track. It's entirely online, so it flows with your lifestyle, and you can select a therapist that fits your needs and beliefs, but also feel the freedom to switch at any time to find the best match. Therapy gives you the space to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and process it, which can be really hard on your own. So visit betterhelp.com slash truth talks today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash truth talks. Yeah, exactly. It's funny. I was just talking to some friends about this last night that we can, you know, we don't have to be afraid of like, like you're saying, being paralyzed about making a decision because we're afraid of what might happen. Because again, we know God is in control. And number two, like we can discern God's will in his word. And Mm -hmm. ultimately the purpose is to glorify Christ. And so if you're looking at a decision and you're like, I don't know what to do, you you can ask like, you can break down, but ultimately, is this going to help me enjoy Christ more and glorify him more? And, and that, like, like you said, we will make mistakes. I have made Mm -hmm. plenty and will make plenty more, unfortunately, but (laughs) the Lord is sovereign over that and he is good and he is still in control. And I love Proverbs three, um, five through eight, where it talks about, it says, trust in the Lord with all your Mm -hmm. heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him. He will make your strat, your path straight then it says, be not wise in your own eyes, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. And so, um, 
Yeah, like we can trust him. He is going to make our path straight and we don't have to be afraid of what's coming next um, because again, we know God is sovereign and he is in control and that is so comforting. Yeah. Well, and I think um, for genuine believers, people who have, when I say that, just people who have truly accepted Christ as their Lord, like mm-hmm. I've seen it a lot lately and I'm I'm sure you have too, Abby, where just, especially with the current climate of our world, like we're getting really preoccupied, Christians and non-Christians, really preoccupied with the future mm-hmm. because there's a lot of unknowns of what's this going to do to our country? What is this going to do? What, what implications does this have for the end times, for when Jesus is coming back? And although I think it's important to recognize that and to be aware and to be careful about how we live and to be discerning and all those things, like we can be easily preoccupied with mm-hmm. with that. And then mm-hmm. when we're too preoccupied, that leads us into fear. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many people that I'm seeing. I don't know if y'all have seen it online. Just a lot of fear going around about like this. What is like what does this have to do with the end times and just yeah. all these things and. I guess maybe it leads into this unhealthy preoccupation Mm -hmm. with the future, which Mm -hmm. is, I don't know, again, like we need to be cognizant of the future, but like as Christians, we have, like we keep saying this confident hope Mm -hmm. in Christ because of what Jesus has done. And so to fixate on that, I think more so than (laughs) the, the controversies and the conspiracies and all those things, I think it's also really important. I actually had an email correspondence going with, um, a friend and follower, um, this week, and she was just asking some stuff, which, okay, disclaimer, I am not super versed in end time stuff. I definitely want to mm-hmm. um, and want to find something that will help me understand that more. But she was asking a lot of questions about um, just clues for the end times and just mm-hmm. fear of um, her salvation because she was fearing that Jesus would come back any day, which mm-hmm. we know God says that, mm-hmm. you know, we don't know the day, time or the hour. Um, and so they're valid concerns and I get it. And I think that's something that we all go through. And I think right now there's more fear about the end times because it mm-hmm. seems like Jesus could come back tomorrow because all these things yeah. are happening. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. that kind of leads us into the next thing about mm-hmm. just kind of fearing death and fearing that because it seems like everything is just crashing down. Mm. Um, And so we start thinking about heaven. We start thinking about, okay, what's heaven like? Is it going to be, is it going to happen for me or not? Am I going to miss it, right? Mm. And so we're going to get a little deep here. um, But Abby, let's talk a little bit about what God's word says about what happens when we die, when we pass away. Mm. Um, And honestly, we're going to touch again, y'all, that there's hope in heaven and uncertainty. But let's just talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so first off, disclaimer: I'm the same way as you, where I'm no, I'm not a expert on this. But yes. what I do know <laughs> is that when we die, it, the Bible says um, it is appointed um, unto man once to die, and after this is judgment. So it's not like you can make multiple trips back and forth. Like if you yeah. die and you're a believer, <laughs> you will be with yeah. Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the interesting thing: we will not live forever in heaven. Heaven is right now, like there is a heaven. Um, but when Christ comes back, those who are in Christ will rise again and we will live forever on the new earth. So mm. Christ will make this earth new. Um, and Revelation 21, one through five, it says, this is John's vision of heaven. And he says, then I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, 
Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them and they will be his people Mm -hmm. and God himself will be with them as their God. And then here's the beautiful part. It says, he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore for the former things have passed Mm -hmm. away. And he who is seated on the throne said, behold, I am making all things new. Also, he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. Okay, like, if that doesn't automatically wow. give you hope <laughs> and something to look forward to, I don't know yeah. what will, because yeah. that is what we have to look forward to. It's not even, I mean, okay, I said that it was a beautiful part, yes, that he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. That is beautiful. Death being no more. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yet, I think it's beautiful when it says the dwelling place of God is with man. Like what? We will dwell with God Mm. forever in perfect peace because he has clothed us in his righteousness through Jesus. That is mind blowing. And it's so encouraging and it's, it's beautiful. So, I mean, if we've taken our our cues about heaven from Hollywood, then we really got to get into the word because Hollywood has a lot (laughs) of junk to say about this. Um, But yeah, like we're not just going to be floating on clouds. Like we will live forever with Mm. Christ. And again, like it, it says there that there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. And it's it's going to be physical. It's a physical resurrection. It's not like we're going to be like, again, these things, like it's a physical thing. And I am, I I just, the as, a, as I've been studying this, as I've been thinking about this, it is just so exciting because I just, I don't know about you, but sometimes I am just so done with my sin. I'm like, I'm just, I'm done. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't want to struggle anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that when we are with Christ, um, we will not struggle any longer because we will be with him. I just, that gives me so much hope and so much to look forward to. Like I could listen to that passage read over and over again. It just makes me feel so much peace. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's something even that you can do, y'all, practically, Mm -hmm. is just to read that. It's just to read God's promises because sometimes we don't necessarily believe them. I'm going to be honest. Like you read a promise in God's word Mm -hmm. and you're just off that day. Circumstances are overwhelming you. And you may not believe it in that moment, but just you keep pushing, keep reading Mm -hmm. it. And and God's truth will really speak to you because like Abby said earlier, it's living and active like Hebrews tells us. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's so hopeful and in Christ, y'all, if you're listening, that is the truth. And it's not because we said it on this podcast episode. Mm -hmm. It's because God's word says it. Mm -hmm. And so, oh man, we just pray that you believe that. We just pray that you would know that that is your certain hope in Christ. There is a certain hope or a certain future, I mean, for for those who don't know Christ, which is a whole nother thing. And it's Mm -hmm. very sobering. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not meant to to, you know, to instill fear, but it's a reality that we need to come face to face with, you know? Yeah. And so I think just knowing that it's so cool that God gives us a future, this beautiful dwelling, this beautiful hope that we're going to dwell with the Lord forever and our sisters in Christ and our brothers in Christ in heaven in perfect peace, no pain, Mm -hmm. no tears. Um, You know, so that is really hopeful to think about. Um, But we also just need to recognize that 
there is also um, a really, really cool relationship we can have with God here and now. And so God gives us a here and now and he gives us a future. And um, it's kind of the same thing with those who don't know the Lord. There is a here and now for them, which is really sad because they don't get to live in relationship with the Lord. Yeah. And there's also a certain um, future for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think there's an urgency there. Again, not out of fear. If we're looking at this with fear, um, it's not the perspective God ever wanted us to have. I know what happens. That's what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to recognize that. And I think um, it's a lot to get excited for, don't you yeah. think? I mean, yeah. I think sometimes I've been guilty of this, um, which I don't know mm-hmm. if I, I, I should say guilty, but I've been like, oh, life is so good. Like, <laughs> and I know that like maybe someone listening, you know, you've walked through it. You're in a really hard season right now, but maybe there's been moments in your life that you're like, oh man, life is so good. Like I am doing this. Um, I, I just got married or I had a kid <laughs> or I'm thriving in my job. Just all these things. I feel like my healthiest, all these things. And you're like, I just kind of like being here like I just kind (laughs) of like chilling here on earth even though again like Abby says you just get sick of your sin and you're ready to be out of it Mm -hmm. um but I mean I think there's a lot to get excited for and it should that excitement should be um replaced or I mean that that fear should be replaced with excitement right yeah yeah exactly and I think you know I think we have to fix our if we if we are if we maybe don't look forward to heaven which okay I can be guilty of because sometimes like Hebrews talks about like we can get so entangled in this world whether it's we love this world or we're just fearful um mm. but we can get so entangled in this world that's that sometimes we lose sight of the the beauty of what heaven will be like yeah. and yeah. because here's the thing like we will be with Christ and so right now like if we're not cultivating our love for Jesus then like we're not going to necessarily be super excited for heaven. Like yeah. it's, it's going to be more like, okay, whatever. Like that's cool. But, but think about it. Like if you, like Jesus saved you, he saved you from the, and, and I am so thankful that you, you touched on if you are not in Christ, like there, there, there is no hope of heaven for you because yeah. that like, anyone, all of us without Christ, we deserve our punishment. Mm -hmm. We are deserving of hell. And that is, that is the truth. And that is not something that we rejoice in saying, but it is the truth. And yet that is why Jesus came. That is why Jesus came so that he could save the lost, save the sinner. Um, but if we, if we're, if we're cultivating our love for Christ and our desire for him, then that is what's going to make us long for heaven more because then we're also mm. going to see our sin more. We're also going to see the brokenness of this world and we're going to say, come Lord Jesus, come yeah. quickly. And we're going yeah. to want that as well. Ooh, that is really good. I'm so glad you, you mentioned that about, you know, the more we get, to, the more closer we get to Christ. There's this mm-hmm. quote, I don't remember who it was by, but one of the amazing theologians um, mm-hmm. that has passed away, which I think are some of my favorites mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. who have gone before. Yeah. Um, they said something about like the closer you are to Christ, the closer you you see your sin and you mm-hmm. see your need, yes. which isn't like really fun to <laughs> yeah. hear or say, but like it's honestly, like you said, in that perspective, like the closer we are to Christ, the more intimately connected we are with him, the more we recognize our need, but then the more we realize like God is making a way for our need to be completely eradicated and to be completely made perfect and be with him in heaven. And so I love, that's like extremely practical as well for us Mm -hmm. just to Mm -hmm. um, also add that into when we think about growing our relationship with Christ and 
all those things is to know that like that's only going to increase our excitement, you yes, know? exactly. Because, yep. oh gosh, this is just such a tiny little blip um, yes, in life. It it's it's a really important blip, but it's yeah. really tiny. Um, and so I think that was honestly amazing. So mm-hmm. as far as the practical things, um, you just dropped an amazing one on us. But um, <laughs> as we wrap up, I would love just to talk about a few of the practical ways that maybe God has freed you from mm-hmm. fear of the future, um, whether that ha- whether that's fear of like what happens when you die or even just what happens tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And maybe just how you would encourage the girl struggling, um, just not knowing, you know, her assurance of salvation. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I feel this so much. And I, I just want to give that person a hug because I know exactly how that feels. Um, I remember, so let's talk assurance of salvation really quick. I remember, um, a couple years ago, I just wrestled so much with, okay, yes, no, I'm good. Oh no, I'm not. Oh, mm, uh, you know, and it was this back and forth of, am I saved? Am I not? And this, that, that is a very common struggle. Like that a lot of people just don't talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. again, the book of John has so much to say about, um, salvation and about assurance. And I, I love it. Um, and the book of first John, I believe as well, but yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I think I read it before, John 10, 27 through 30, where it talks about my sheep hear my voice and mm-hmm. I know them and they follow me. And then um, it, like we will never be snatched from his hand. And I think something that really helped me was, okay, just rehearsing the gospel to myself that yeah. I am a sinner. So I'm a sinner apart from Christ and Christ came to save the sinner, right? And so there is nothing, there's no sin that I have done. Oh, there's a song called There Is No Sin That I've Done. And that also helped me as well. It says, there is no sin that I've done that has no height nor breadth uh, that can't be washed in Jesus' blood or covered by his death. And wow. it is so true like mm-hmm. that that there's nothing – because if we say, oh, I'm too sinful for God to forgive me, well, then we're saying his sacrifice is not enough, and that's not right. Like Jesus yeah. said it is finished, mm-hmm. and he took on the full wrath of God so that if we trust in him alone for salvation, we will be saved. And there is absolutely nothing nothing, nothing in heaven or on earth that could ever separate us from the love of Christ. And that's in Romans 8. So I would say meditate on Romans 8, meditate on that passage, that mm-hmm. whole chapter, um, but especially that ending part where it talks about um, nothing separating us from Christ. If you trust not in a date when you were saved, not in your yeah. good works, but if you are trusting in Christ alone for your salvation, then sister, brother, there is absolutely nothing that could ever separate you from Christ. Um, And then something else was meditating on who God is. You know, when fears arise, then you say, no, no, no. Okay. Who is God? God is creator. God is Mm. sovereign. God is loving. He is merciful and he's trustworthy and he is faithful. Now, some of those things, they might not look like God is loving. He might lovingly allow um, trials or suffering, yeah. mm-hmm. and yet he is still trustworthy. And I think meditating on those truths as well has been extremely helpful. So really, basically all I'm saying, <laughs> meditate on truth. Do not listen to your feelings. Um, mm-hmm. Meditate on truth. And if in if in examining yourself, you're like, you know what? I have been trusting in a date or I have been trusting in my righteousness. Repent and believe. Like there's only, there's good news. Like, yeah. Christ is standing ready to save you. And if you're Mm -hmm. saved, there is absolutely nothing. I can't stress this enough. There's nothing that can separate (laughs) you from his love. 
So moving forward, then if you're fearing, you know, tomorrow, I don't know how this will work out or I don't, what if I never get married? What if I never get my dream job? What if I never have kids? Mm. Like those are very real practical fears that honestly, sometimes I have to deal with on a daily basis, but what do I do with them? So it's not dwelling on them. It's not dwelling in the what ifs, but again, it is dwelling on who is God? What do I know him to be through his word? And what has he called me to do now? He's called me to obey him. He's given me a job to go therefore and make disciples of all nations Mm -hmm. um, as Mm -hmm. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. So he's given me a job and he loves me and he He's given me strength through his spirit to do what he calls me to do. And so moving forward daily, looking to him for wisdom and and meditating on who he is through his word and and memorizing scripture. That's a big one too. So, so good. All of it so practical and again just comes back to just really relying on God's word and who he is. I love how you mentioned that uh, side note about just recalling who God is because I think that changes everything. I think that applies to so many areas of our lives, just so many circumstances that you're walking through. Just remind yourself of who God is. That's just reading the Bible and reading passages in the Psalms or Mm -hmm. about Jesus's life and you read characteristics, just traits and you're like, okay, that's who Jesus is. And if Mm -hmm. Jesus is all that he says he is, which he is and more. More, then I can trust him. Then I, then I can trust that his character is is true and is solid, and that I don't have anything to fear because he's perfect. Yeah. So I think that's really important. And then I think something that I would add, just in the end too, that goes along all of it, is something I've been doing, and is just focusing more on the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's yes. just something else. It's like, Lord. I am fearful. I Mm. am doubting. I am not sure. Help my unbelief. Remember that prayer? Remember that line in the Gospels? Mm. Lord, help my unbelief. Mm -hmm. Lord, help me to... Again, like Abby says, to focus on the on your truth, Lord, and not my feelings. Mm-hmm. And so just praying that prayer, I think the biggest thing I think is just having a posture of humility in your prayer and saying, Lord, like I'm really needy right now and you yes. know that I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. And just really like when you pray, when we genuinely pray, it's a way of saying, God, I am entrusting and casting my cares on you instead of mm-hmm. myself. Like, yes. and I am giving you the control mm-hmm. because it's yours anyway. Mm-hmm. Um And so I think that's something else too that would go just so well hand in hand with all of that. But oh my gosh, Abby, you are amazing. I could listen to you all day. Uh, I wish that we could all have a a coffee date with everyone listening to in person. Oh, yes. Uh, What a gem you are. I'm so thankful for your your sistership and your Mm -hmm. friendship and everything that God is doing. You seriously have a meek and humble heart that I would love to emulate. So gosh, thank you for being here. As we close, I would love for you to share um, where people can connect with you online and everything that you're doing um, so just so they can have more encouragement um, past this episode. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. You are so kind and that's all glory to God. He is so gracious and he's merciful. So thank you for you and just, man, how God is working through you. I just, I'm so encouraged. So, um, but yeah, if you would like to follow me, you can follow me on my personal page. That's at joyfully.abby on Instagram. Um, and if you would like to follow along at melodically memorizing, that is just at melodically memorizing. Um, that's on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that, all that jazz. (laughs) 
Perfect. Yes. As always, I will have it linked in the show notes so you guys can just click away and go follow her, start meditating and memorizing scripture with her yes. <laughs> and all the things. But y'all, thank you for tuning in. This has blessed me and I pray it blesses you and that you just move forward with hope and confidence in the Lord. And more than anything, just remember, trust his truth over your feelings because it's way more sure and certain. Amen. Amen. <laughs> okay, friend, before you exit out of the episode, I have a really, really sweet favor to ask of you. If you love this podcast, if God has helped you to know, love, and live his word even more through spending time together, through listening to our conversations with guests, would you consider taking just a minute or two of your day to leave a rating and review for the podcast? You can do this on Apple Podcasts. You can do this by leaving a star rating and a little comment about an episode or just the overall theme and what you really love about the show. This is one of the greatest ways, seriously, to support the show. If you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, maybe take a screenshot of you listening on any app, repost it on Instagram stories, tag me at Miss Tara Sun and at Truth Talks with Tara so that I can say thank you to you. I can repost it and show you some love. And together we can link arms and just help people again to know, love, and live God's word more. So if you could, that would just make my day. It would be such a blessing and a way to link arms for the kingdom in this podcast. So thank you for your consideration. Thank you for your time. I love you. And we'll talk to you next week.